Damn it! Answer me, you bastard! Speak now, or stick my foot up in your wazoo, cause we got a job to do. To study is why we were sent here to this zoo. Captain Gooch Gobbler said so, and I do too. There are dissections, abema sections, cross sections, different directions, humans bump in the dark, it's true. Drug consumption, the marma junctions, assumptions, forming by gumptions. Humans love the dark, they'll fuck you too. There is poetry, philosophy, sodomy, anatomy. Humans bump in the dark, they will bump you. Sensation after correlation, and correlation after sensation. Humans bump in the dark, here's how they grow. Surprisingly. Yes, 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 yes. We haven't been caught yet either. But yeah, I mean, it kind of helps when you have a interdimensional ship. A flying disc in the sky. Yeah, flying disc. Yeah. Yeah, tic tac. Banana quack. Yeah. On a stack. A yeah. flapjack. Actually, it looks more like um, a jellyfish. You hear my rhymes? Yeah, you do it all the times. Yeah. They're super fresh. You been hanging out with our neighbor some? Which one? Jesus. No. Oh. No. Kind of talks like that sometimes. Well, that's weird that you know that. Have yeah. you been hanging out with him? Well, Yeah. I mean, I'm honest because I have nothing to hide. Oh, yeah, I hang out with him. Oh, so I have something to hide because I don't? Well, it's kind of funny how you talk just like him. Oh, oh, are we deflecting now? Okay, I see. Uh, yeah. What deflecting? We're done. Yeah, I guess you are deflecting. Yep. What, deflated? She's deflecting. Deflated. She never hang out with him. I haven't hung out with him without you. Oh, here we go again, Void. What's that? You have a three-way with your neighbor, and next thing you know, she's sleeping with him without me. You always assume I'm sleeping with the man that we slept together with. You're always assuming that. That is something you need to look inside of yourself and figure out why you always assume I'm doing you dirty. Oh. It happened one time with Tom Nye. I buried him in the fucking desert, and you're the one who dug him out. It was the wrong Tom Nye, too. Yes to both. Now, back to Emmanuel. We left off with Emmanuel Swedenborg spending time with practices other than writing up until the year of 1734, following his third stint of traveling Europe. While in Leipzig in 1734, he had a, he had a document published called Opera Philosophicae et Mineralia. Meaning as what? Now, when translated, this title is somehow becomes philosophical and logical works in English. 
I thought it was going to be philosophical musical on minerals, but I was wrong. Like every musical on rocks and philosophy, this was a, a three-volumed work of art. In Latin, the title of the first volume was Principia Rerum Naturalium. In English, it is Principles of Natural Things. Sounds like every single philosophical book around this era of quote-unquote enlightenment. Britannica called this Emmanuel's quote-unquote mature philosophical thoughts on nature and claimed the inductive arguments to claim as support for multiple theories. For example, the idea that everything is made up of small particles which are continuously swirling around in a vortex motion, which can be broken down into smaller particles in the commotion. Not much different than many humans' perception of the atom today. I thought it was more shifting left and right than just constant movement. It was, uh, well, I think uh, most recently they've been saying it was more like a cloud of unpredictable motion of electrons surrounding the proton and neutrons. Gotcha. I would like to note that uh, Pythagoreans and many others had similar thoughts regarding building blocks of matter, making this idea communicated by Emmanuel Swedenborg not so spectacular to me. Although the arrogance of many humans living today would have had I been a surprised person, you know, hearing such a thought uh, regarding atoms occurring hundreds of years ago with Emanuel Swedenborg, let alone thousands of years ago with the Pythagoreans. Going back to the year of 1734, we have Emanuel doing some digging around, you see. He did a quote-unquote investigation, as put by Britannica, into the kingdom of the soul. So now, according to some humans, your soul has a kingdom. Isn't that nice? Maybe he meant afterlife? Nope. What do you think he meant, Nutcatler? I have absolutely no clue. Seeing as many people, including Emmanuel, thought that the soul was housed within the body, even though uh, I believe he thought it was incorporeal, regardless of that, Continuity error, he thought the kingdom of your soul was the body. Once he did all this work with Principalia, wait, Principia Rerum Naturalium, and some small work on the infinite, Emmanuel found it about damn time to go back home. Lucky Emmanuel got a new leave of absence from work in 1735, though, because his father died. I may say that it's probably because Emmanuel's father wanted to find that kingdom for his soul, but he uh, mistook what he meant and thought it was heaven or something. Ah. Uh. No, he didn't really think that. Oh. Well, I get what he says now, because it's just saying your soul lives in your body and that's the kingdom of it. I think your soul lives everywhere. I think your soul is consciousness. It's what connects you to the other side. I think they believed it actually is uh, your mind, your energy. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not a thing, it's your energy. Yeah. Energy's a thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, because it's everything. Was it the force now? It's a person, place, or thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I 
Can you speak a little bit louder for me, baby? Me? You, you void and not gather both. Okay. Yeah, sure. That is very nice. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. Oodles better. Okay. 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 Yep. Okay. So as one does in the morning, Emmanuel traveled to Italy, France, and Holland, specifically Amsterdam. My guess is that he wants to go see the hole in the wall in France, and to go see the pepperoni nipples in Italy, and uh, the red lights in Amsterdam. See, this trip seemed to have lasted a mere five to six years. That's it. Having Emmanuel publishing a two-volume two document called it took him two books? Two volumes. Two volumes. I guess it's like a series. Ah. Yeah. I guess two books, yeah. Just to get all of that out, huh? Yeah. Apparently, it was these two volumes were published in 1740 and 1741 when he uh, went back home in Stockholm, um, November of the year of 1740. This book... Economia Regni Animalis is translated to the economy of the animal kingdom. This is where there was a large amount of studying on both anatomy and physiology on multiple animals other than humans. It is claimed by some that ever since 1734, Emmanuel attempted to find the soul of all creation within motion itself. This book is where Emmanuel was determined to prove that the senses, erroneously seen as the five senses, were immortal themselves, making this much different than uh, the perception that George Berkeley had on experience being made by the mind and the five senses. For if the soul was immortal through the five senses, then humans would last forever because their experiences are made up by this so-called kingdom of their soul. That's why we try and remember the dead. Yes. Exactly. Wait, what? Because they live on in our memory. Well, maybe not in all yours. Not all of them. All the ones you most, care about. Most of the dead ones do not live on in my memory. Because I have no memory well, of them. Sometimes there's ghosts that come to me and they're like, oogity boogity boo. Or stand over your bed and at night when you're sleeping in a town far away. And scaring the shit out of Gork. Yes. Void. Yeah. Why did you come to us when we were on vacation and wear that sheet? Pretend to be a ghost. Well, you even cut the eye holes and everything. Yeah, I was trying one to eye in the middle, and both eye holes were around the eyeball you have. Yeah. Um, I knew it was you when you ran right into the wall. I said, I forgot my tea to burn, though. Oh, man. That sucks when you forget the tea to burn. Yeah, isn't that what ghosts do in the South? Burn a bunch of teas in people's yards? At the Boston Tea Party? I think so. That sounds pretty familiar. I think I heard that story before. About the ghosts doing that. That's a weird thing. It's like they're... And hanging shoes from they're trees. They're like, yay, Satan. 
Hanging shoes from trees, huh? Yeah. What kind of message do you think these ghosts are trying to send? A dumbass fucking message. They're stupid. Yeah, you think that's because their brain got rotten? Oh, yeah. Transitions into the afterlife? Their brain is definitely rotten. Oh, yeah. It's probably been washed so many times that it's bad. They eat paint chips. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Lots and lots and lots of lead in their dumb brains. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's also, unfortunately, a uh, uh, trigger of uh, mental illness is exposure to lead in adolescent and uh, child things. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. My mom used to tell me to lick the walls all the time. Yeah, they're negatively uh, correlated with intelligence, too. That was in the yeah. 70s. Yeah, uh, violent crime rates went down when they stopped putting lead in the gasoline. Mm-hmm. Is that a true story? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. There was also a guy who knew it was bad. And everyone else knew it was bad, and they were try paying people to tell people not it was bad. But then he finally was able to get old, and realize and save people's lives because he didn't. He proved lead poisoning was a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's called a conspiracy, and companies do it all the time. Yes. Yeah, they lie about things blowing up in your house for no reason, just to scare you, so you don't do it yourself. Oh yeah, like wine bottles blowing up when you're trying to make wine. Or put them in your butthole. It was a vagina, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you wouldn't want it to blow up you in your butthole. You put a wine bottle up your vagina, no, son? No, in a woman's vagina. So, your vagina's a woman's vagina? No, the partner I slept with, Jesus Christ. So, your partner? I know what you're going to say. Don't even finish it. That's has to be her vagina. It has to be a her vagina? No, as in her is possessive. So she. She possessed her vagina? Yes. And it it went, ooh. Is that how it queefed? A ghost queef? Ooh. I I should use that next time I hear a queef. I should be like, are there ghosts in here? You should. There's a bat and hair bell for you. From Still the have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Well, I mean, considering that back in the day, Numa was basically air, and you know she had a spirit come out of her hoo-ha when she queef. Could have been, you know, misinterpreted as a spirit. It was all the babies we aborted. It was the ghost of. I'm kidding. Damn, that's a lot of babies. Well, the thing is, there's how many fucking millions per sperm? Isn't it like three million? It depends on really your count, but... Millions like, per sperm? No, for every nut, there's like, I don't know, a lot of millions. Ah. Uh, that was when I was oh, every younger, nut. so who knows what it is now. Yeah, every time you nut... Well, the problem is that uh, nut poisoning, baby. electric, and exposure of poisons also lower it, too. Okay. Now, now, let me restate that this kingdom of the human soul was being studied by Emmanuel in a book regarding the anatomy and physiology of other animals than humans. Does this guy sound familiar, Void? 
Not quite. Why would he? He sounds like your dad. The one that, you know, the the one from the church. That dad. Not Gort. If not, smack Voight in the crotch and poke his big eyeball. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Hey, Voight! Ow! <laughs> My balls. That was a good idea, previous Gork. Wow, thank you now, Gork. Oh, great. He's folding There's in on himself. two of you? Oh, There's an infinite amount fun. of me. What are you doing? What are you doing? You know that is listened to by the listener. I know. You could thank Void for that unpleasant message. <laughs> I'm stepping Morse code that he's a fucking idiot. That is not how you spell he's a fucking idiot in Morse code. Oh. What about binary? One zero one zero one 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 zero zero one. Binary? I'm non binary, Void. No, no. Binary is in binary zeros and ones, but I know it means the same thing. I'm gender fluid. Me too. We're all gender fluid. I hear a humming now. It's the air conditioner. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not even in the headphones. I don't think. It should be blowing you, son. So, Void. Yes. Let me tell you why you should know about... Why you should know who sounds like Emmanuel. It was Galen. Oh, Galen. Galen used other man animals to fill a void of knowledge he had on human anatomy. Oh, because of the uh, pra practices of making it illegal. Gotcha. Yeah, even though Galen is said to have had a chance to conduct dissections and vivisections on Germanic tribesmen when Rome went up to uh, rape and pillage them. But uh, he would rather have stayed at home where it's safe so he could cut open monkeys and dogs when they're alive. Yeah, that's Galen. Yeah, we did a, several episodes on him. You can check those out. They're pretty good. Anyways, Emmanuel made some sense, however, for the thought that life of blood was the soul, which was centered in the brain. By making sense, this would be the organ that makes sense of all senses for the rest of the human body. More specifically, it was the cellular cortex, he said which would be the innermost cell layer wall. Cell wall layer. I don't know why he thought the cell sacs were all the magic, but I would assume it would be all parts of the cell that would be where the magic was. But not according to Emmanuel. Even though the soul's not immortal. At least... Not in the sense that we think of human souls. So, like all philosophers, Emmanuel didn't get his hands dirty. No, 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 no. Emmanuel gathered written works from microscopy and experimental procedures of his time. So, like many philosophical sapiens of the homo, Emmanuel just wrote down with complete confidence that his era of available believed knowledge was correct in order to draw conclusions. This time, they would have gotten it right, right? Not like Aristotle with the brain being a cooling chamber. When it was actually sublimation from sweating and the skin being the cooling chamber. Mm. Yes, word. The chamber. Not the chamber, but the whole organism is the skin. Yes, the whole organ, the skin. Yes. 
From a psychological standpoint, with great enthusiasm, Emmanuel was given some sort of credit. Perhaps it was the coupon to get to the local Amsterdam brothel for a three-way quickie or some alehouse with absinthe or something. I don't know. But Britannica went on to talk about how his anatomical works were not known as much in the academic world during his lifetime. In fact, it is said to have not been really reviewed up until the 19th century, around, over, or under, uh, about 100 years after he died. This was after they already progressed further into anatomy, making his works on anatomy obsolete. This book series regarding Oconimia Regni Animalis was followed shortly by a book series titled Regnum Animale, which was planned to have 17 whole volumes, where they were regarded as a series of sketches with treatises attached for the focus on hashing out psychological investigations, which reminds me of someone looking at naked animals doing the nasty, trying to figure out why some animals turn them on while others repulse them. How scientific. Very. The second volume of Regnum Animale, the Animal Kingdom, is said to have been published in 1744 to 1745. Britannica backtracked in order to get over some sort of religious dilemma Emmanuel was in. Which makes sense because some dream log was found, dated to be from 1743 to 1744, is believed to have been started off as a travel log of some kind, but Emmanuel went into, went into some visions he had. Perhaps dreams, perhaps not, but they were recollected from him in this journal from previous years. And uh, some of them included spiritual experiences he had, mostly occurring at night and from March to November of 1744. This book was so disgusting to many religious humans and so metaphysical for the academic community that it wasn't published until 1859. Apparently... It might be a book I want to see. Yeah. yeah. That actually sounds pretty good. Apparently, many locked experiences were open sexually in nature. Good for them. Yeah. And some visions of Jesus Christ himself was in there. I don't know if the two uh, topics were mixed together because I haven't read it. That'd be one hell of a gangbang. Sexual Jesus. That's awesome. I want to read it. Do they fuck his handholes? Well, that would have been in his wrist because I oh. thought the hands couldn't hold it up. No, it was in no, the it, hands. It's in the middle of his hands. I think the, I think. No, that's wrong. You're right. It, it they actually did go through the wrist, but yeah, on like crosses nowadays they put it through his hands. Oh, nice. It's different because I it probably looks better or something. Yeah, it's more uniform. On jewelry. You go through his feet and hands instead of his his wrists and ankles. Well, I think it was a. Uh, uh, Attributed to the story of them poking the holes and show him showing the holes. Yeah, he was a holy man, huh? Yes, he was. Yeah, now I understand why they say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had holes. Yeah, like not like Bonnie and Clyde. I don't know the reference. What does this reference? They got riddled full of bullets while on a picnic. Really? Oh, gotcha. What were they eating? I don't know, probably bread and wine. 
It sounds delicious. Cheesen wine? Yeah, I think Cheese, so. bread, and wine. Probably crackers. Oh, Lunchables. Sounds like, yeah, oh, they probably, do you think they had Lunchables? I don't know. It was the, the whatever Bonnie and Clyde were around. But the crazy thing is they just pulled up on them and gunned them down. No chance for anything. It went like, arrest you, not. It was literally drive-by by cops. I would have done the same thing for you. Shoot now, ask questions later. Okay, Dirty Harry. Yes. That's just smart way to go about it. Yeah, that's how you get all the knowledge in the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how you also shoot a sound guy from cops. You kill him. Exactly. And then... Over a BB gun. The story's over. That's happened here. Sounds like fun. Sound guy got shot. Sound guy? Mm-hmm. Who's sound guy? Sound guy for cops got shot here in town at a Wendy's that was being held up. How did this happen? The cops missed. They hit. They missed the perp and hit the sound guy instead. Oh, an honest mistake. Honest mistake with 32 fucking bullets. I mean, wait, you make they sure he's shot dead. the sound guy 32 times? Well, it was a great number of times. They didn't even hit the perp once. Are you sure it's 32? Is this like the squid thing again, Void? I'll look it up. When did this happen? Recently? Years ago, within the last 10 years. 36 feet, the sound, the size of a regular car, Void said. Oh, fuck off. 36 <laughs> bullets. The right number of bullets. The police shot this guy. It's probably 326. I think that's the number of bullets that were shot. They shot six bullets, only hit him three times. <laughs> 50% chance. That, I think, is 50% chance of being correct. If we want to play a game <laughs> of chance. I was close. They fired a total of 36 shots. Okay. Must have been one hell of a brawl. It was in a fucking Wendy's over a pellet gun. I'm telling you right now, Ford. What Wendy's? I can't remember. The one Shoot on second. Ask questions later, Ford. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't even. You don't held even up a fucking Wendy's. Yeah, you held up a Wendy's. Boom, you're dead. What's the big deal? No. Yeah, but no. he didn't have a gun, though. He wasn't dead. The sound guy died. What? The sound guy died. They didn't did. shoot both? No. They fucking missed him. Well, the sound guy should have gotten in the way. Well, I mean, the cops tried to shoot at the next door neighbor's dog. And it was probably 10 to 15 feet away, and they missed. Jesus' dog? No, no, no. Uh, the, the guy did die, too, the other guy. Yes, it was Jesus' dog. Oh, no wonder why he is the way he is. Yeah, he's a little nuts. His dog's really loud, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wish they would have shot it. Yeah. It's probably what people were saying about this book from Emmanuel Swedenborg. Back to the topic. Noted was that Emmanuel had it correct all along. Emmanuel was not feeling any guilt towards his sexual proclivities, but rather his intellectual short jizzings. I mean, shortcomings. Which makes sense in more modern times, such as now, less people feel guilt for their sexual pleasures, but overall more for their intellectual short jizzings. I mean, cummings. What do you mean about all this intellectual short cribbings? I mean, Cummings. I mean that Emmanuel wanted to be great in the academic community, but of course, he had little to be praised for 
when it came to work in that area, he just sort of hopped on top the shoulders of other people to look over their shoulder and read whatever they were writing like a kid in school cheating on their math exam. And then he would go to Amsterdam and fuck a donkey or whatever he did and wrote about it and praised himself for writing his book. Yep, that's what happened. That's cool. Yeah. Someone needs to tell him good job. Yeah, good job. Pat on your back. Who cares if it's his self? Yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah, me too. There's nothing too. wrong with that. Good job. Yeah. To not good gather. Job. You for gather lots of nut. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right, Void? You should be proud of your mother for collecting all my nut. Yeah. Yes. It's a lot of nut. It's a hard, it's a hard job and a lot of churning butter. Oh, it's a lot of hard work. Oh, yeah. Sometimes she gets locked jaw. Only sometimes. Yeah. Anyways, I think the most important date for Emmanuel's religiousness was in April 7th of 1744. This, rather than getting himself sexually excited or fear for his sanity, brought him great deal of pleasure. A great deal of pleasure. Peace for both his temptations, or from, peace from both his temptations of his intellectual pride and the evil spirits he believed to be surrounding him. Perhaps he had some bad liquors or need to open up a few windows to let out his flatulence, but I guess Jesus blew it all away when he came there. No, boy, that's not a sexual reference. Oh. Get your mind out of the gutter. So, after this, fir- after this first coming of Jesus in 1744, Emmanuel had Jesus coming for the second time. Yes. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Oh. Well, I told you, get your minds out of the gutter, goddammit. Okay. Sorry. Um, I'll try my best. The second coming of Jesus. Oh was also on April, but in the following year. This second explosion, or Big Bang, if you will, Mm. had Emmanuel leaving all worldly learning, quote-unquote. He left his 17-volume set unfinished and stopped work on natural science altogether. From the years of 1749 to 1771, Emmanuel wrote 30 whole volumes, mostly written anonymously and all written in Latin. These focused on interpreting the Bible, which I would think to be more of some worldly learning. But, you know, you know, the Bible doesn't really exist outside of Earth except for in that stupid time capsule they sent in the middle of the 20th century. The Bible's just made up by man for yeah, control. Yeah, it's the most worldly thing to learn about is the Bible. And the only reason why it's mostly, like, white is because... That's who mostly wrote it. Yes, and tried to control. There are some bippity boppy booties in there. Sure. So, yeah. So, among all of what this dude wrote, um, the 30 volumes and such, we have one called Arcana. Colestia. Sounds like a a thing for a colostomy bag. It had eight volumes. Eight volume colostomy bag? Yeah, eight volumes in there. 
It was published from uh, 1749 to 1756, and it's uh, titled in English to be Heavenly Arcana. Heavenly Arcana, huh? Kind of like the Major Arcana? Yeah, he got his Arcana on. Oh. Then we have the second set, which is Apocalypse Explicata. Four volumes from 1785 to 1789 it was published. Nice. This contains some internal spiritual meaning regarding Genesis, Exodus, and Revelations books. There's that one. Then we have the third set. De Julio et Jesus Mirabilis et du Inferno. Something like that. You think he played with this asshole? <laughs> it was Latin, not Spanish. Maybe. So, I bet you that's the same word for asshole. Yeah, I have no no doubt. It actually probably stands for heaven, too. <laughs> yeah, heaven through my asshole, playing with my prostrate, prostrate, prostrate. God damn it. Yes, I see you're studying the Catholic Church's studies. That's probably what he was doing in Italy for it, instead of looking at the pepperoni nipples. The prostrates. This is actually a new position in the church. The prostrates, they check your prostate. It's such on my list. 13 old enough. Blame it on the list. It's my list. Just like a boy blames it on the alcohol. Prostate. Prostrate. Yes, this prostrate. It's in my tongue. This <laughs> prostration. Do you need a wallet to bite down or Gork's giant penis? Yes. That actually might help. I, I need Gork's she giant She needs a vitamin penis. dork. She needs some vitamin D. Yes, I do. So, this book about the prostate is uh, published. And some, potas- <laughs> and some potassium. The prostrate. This Prostrating Prostate Book was published in 1758. Yes. Translated to English, it's On Heaven and Its Wonders and On Hell, which many humans today revere as his theological great work. Number four is Vera Christiana Religio, published in 1771, translated into True Christian Religion. This book is claimed to have been written when Emmanuel was 83 Earth Revolutions old. That's some old balls. Yes, old balls indeed, Void. You think he had revelations with his balls? I don't know. You guys know that tonight it's a full moon and a lunar eclipse? It's the perfect oh, night to record. 11 o'clock. Oh, okay. I'll make sure to put my crystal out. You, uh, oh, don't no, want not to do in that. this full moon. Not don't do it. Oh, okay. Not there's an eclipse. Moon. <laughs> it oh. is intense for it. Yeah, whenever there's an eclipse, you don't want to put it in the moon. It's also Mercury retrograde. Oh, so it will enhance those. Those energies, yeah. Yes. It might be too much for you to handle. It just blows up and it goes... <laughs> the planets have aligned in a certain way, Void. It's this era. Every Mercury retrograde is like... Um, Reap what you sow, kind of moment. Yeah, well, and this moon only happens every three hundred years. Damn. So this is the first time and the last time in our life lifetimes. Yeah, you can really see oh, the God, prostate. The, oh my God, the last time it was the almost the was it, it was still before the American Revolution, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, void. 
But this is the one full moon where you can actually see the prostrate of the moon. Oh. You better shove it. <laughs> yeah, make her piss herself. <laughs> I don't need to do that. She does it all on her own. Yeah. For shits and giggles. Yeah, when I sneeze and cough really hard. If you sneeze eight times, it's an orgasm. Because a sneeze is one-eighth an orgasm. Oh, then I have a lot of orgasms. And that's not including sex. Because I sneeze like a hundred times a day. Who doesn't love sex? Well, if you're asexual, it's not really Oh, they're stupid. Those people probably have some trauma they don't even know about. Or they've never actually, like, gotten off. No, they have no urge to. Yeah, they probably have trauma that their brain is suppressing the memory of. You ever heard about that? I wouldn't put a label on someone that's there. They say their own truth. It's not a label. It's just a probability. Okay. You know, usually if someone doesn't want to do something, it's probably because of some deep-seated memory. I heard a story. It was about um, a guy in a pool. He was a famous uh, writer. I think it was the guy who wrote, uh, the guy that wrote uh, Fight Club. He had a. Pr- uh, I, I don't. We know. don't talk about Fight Club. No, no, the guy that I don't. Rule know. number one. I know. Shut up. No, but uh, what? You shut up. You're talking about the what shall not be talked about. Yeah, the rule okay. number one. I'm talking about the person. Nobody talks about. Okay. Go I ahead. know. I don't know. Someone wrote the Go book ahead, or Shun. something, and they accidentally had their ass prolapse in a pool because of something, and the girl told the story to him. And he says, "I've been so embarrassed to tell the story." That her mother was a crazy Christian, and she had a hot water bottle in it with it vibrated, and she figured out the good feeling when she was a kid, and she was trying it with all her friends, and then she got uh, mortified by sex because of uh, her mother shunning her. Yeah, could have been something like that. Yes. I don't know. The last person I told that I knew, his name was what was his name? He was a ginger. I know that much. Uh huh. Freckles and everything. Uh huh. He had big, thick glasses, mm-hmm. like thicker than mine. Uh-huh. And uh, what was his name? Anyways, he was talking about his mom would uh, go to the trailer park. They lived in the trailer park, but she would go around the trailer park to go into uh, other guys' trailers and then come out a few moments later so she'd have money and drugs. And uh, she didn't have a job. So one only knows what happened there. Why are you guys talking about what I used to do for a living? No, I was talking about this guy I used to work with. Ginger, full-fledged ginger, freckles and everything. Oh, so he just wasn't that he said he was. Yeah, he said he was asexual. And I think it had something to do with his mommy doing stuff with all these guys. Yeah. For drugs. That's pretty gross. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, only do that with me and people that I select. Yes. Jesus. It's okay to have sex with Jesus. No. I give you permission. Jesus is weird. That's what makes him viable. Nope. I don't want that. Thanks. Void. Mm-hmm. Talk some sense into your, your mother. Uh, she's your woman. You got to help make her Oh, choices. Don't say this now because you're jealous. But I'm not jealous. I get plenty of sex without her. So why do I care? Yeah, but it's not the same. I've never had that before. You're just putting words in my mouth. 
I put more things than just words in Son, your mouth. Son, why'd you, why'd you deny our relations? They're just my mother, that's it. If she was my mom, I'd fuck her too, Ford. Oh, great, it's turning into an SNL sketch. Fuck each other's mothers or I'm the fuck dick in a box. So on our... happy to hear that, sweetie. I showed my chickens on the tick of talk. Oh, what'd they see? What'd they see? The chickens didn't see nothing. No, no, I mean, what'd they say? What'd the people say? I showed the chickens my cock. I said, here's my hand and here's away. my cock. And I said, here, next episode, I'm going to put my cock in you know what? In my box. Did you show them your worm? I I didn't think about showing them my worms. Should I show them the worms I feed the chickens? Okay. I should show them that. Okay. You should say yes and not shake your head. Yeah, because, you know, everybody <laughs> everybody listening cannot hear you. Here, they can shake hear me head. now if I do this. Yeah, if you shake your head really close to the microphone, you might hear some rattling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with all the... It's the one eye. What? The one-eyed Willie? The one-eyed monster. Yeah. It doesn't free float around. It's in a socket. <laughs> That's, no, That's your, what she said. Your costume, Void's costume with the big one-eye. <laughs> yes. I'm looking at Void right now. Okay. Characters. <laughs> it's all about Void. Okay. And only Gork. And only the Nutgatherer. So, back to topic. Emmanuel is viewed as being a scientific investigator with the manner in which he wrote, while there are others who think that he was a psychic medium of some kind. As if you must speak in a manner other than the scientific investigating, investigative manner in order to be a medium. The main takeaway, or and all their people think that he was just bonkers. The main takeaway is that Emmanuel thought he could be conscious and enter into the experience of the metaphysical realm, just as much as one could be with the material one. Emmanuel rejected the old, torturous punishments of redemption, that this whole experience of the second ejaculation of Jesus would rid the world of evil, so people would be more spiritually removed from the evil spirits of Satan's anus. Not a direct quote from Emmanuel, but I like to uh, think that that's what he would like to say. That sounds about something he'd say yeah. about Satan's anus and all that. That and more along the lines of what he really thought was if you live for peace and harmony in life, you will find peace and harmony away from the evils and temptations. There is uh, some other mumbo-jumbo there too, but the only thing that really interested, interested me is that Emmanuel had journaled his sexual fantasies and probably experiences. We might uh, want to cover that maybe on a bonus episode because I don't think it would be much information. Yeah, maybe it just... sounds good. We can talk about yeah. sex. Yeah, Let's you talk too. talk about sex, Actually, baby. Yeah, we can make the bonus episode be like the opposite where you guys do research. Let's talk about you Void. and yeah. me. Can you do that? Yeah. Look up, Eman- look up Emanuel Swedenborg's thoughts or journals of sex. What? Let's talk about sex. She just wants to talk about sex for it. Sex. 
Yeah, you know that. Oh, yeah, baby. Come on, rub me down. Oh, give me the calamine lotion. Rub it in a... Where's the beat? Put it in a circular motion. It's all about the motion of the ocean. When I ejaculate with my lotion. What were we doing again? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. On March 1772, Emanuel Swedenborg died in London, England. Well, that's sad. Sweden, yeah. I tried to look up the cause of death, but nothing came up. So that was kind of mysterious. Was he in his 80s or was he older? So close to the 1800s, and they didn't know how he died. What? How old was he? Um... Let me think. 84. Okay. So it was a year from when he wrote that last book. I believe it was 84. Okay. Didn't give me a date. Well, I gave you a date. March. <laughs> Darn smart weather. Yeah. Would have been 84. Okay. My, mm. yeah. I just got a really good idea. What's that? I wonder if I can find tapestries. <laughs> this has nothing to do with podcast. <laughs> Tapestries, kind of like this, but long, longer, bigger, and make them curtains with those little clip-on things you get at Walmart, and they go over your drape things. That would be cool for the dining room for the crystal shows. <laughs> I'm not done. Oh, okay. So Swedenborg's remains stayed in London, England until they were requested to have been moved in 1908 from the Swedish government, because apparently Swedenborg was a very popular character and staple of the historical significance in philosophy, especially in Uppsala, and Uppsala Cathedral is the group that requested to have the remains brought back. So that's nice. That's all I have to say about him. Okay. You want to... See if we can find another saving of the homo to do a thing on. That's a good idea. You want to do David Hartley? What'd he do? He uh, is considered the first person to use the English word psychology. Mm, interesting. Hmm. First cataract extraction from a living human eye. That's a good one. You'd rather do that than Hartley? We could do Hartley than do the human eye extraction. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, psychology would be a good one to cover. Considering we just covered Emanuel Swedenberg and many people thought he was crazy. Yeah, crazy. Well, I mean, you see Jesus Christ, it's kind of like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's like he's talking to a burning bush or something. Well, Jesus was just another person like us who was enlightened. That's all it is. But he didn't actually tell anybody about the Bible. The whole Bible was made up bullshit to make people in line. Now, Jesus was a rabbi. Okay, Jesus was a rabbi. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But he was enlightened. He wasn't like... I'm going to send you to hell because you made a mistake. No. But if you like this podcast, um, 
You should like, share, subscribe. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Start doing that now. I know someone's listening. Yeah, what's your problem? Yeah, if you like it, someone else likes it. Yeah. I'm guessing like maybe... you going to get a free t-shirt. Yeah, and you'll get a free t-shirt. But I'm just saying, if you like it, I'm guessing your friends might like it too. So share with your friends. Okay. That'd be nice. Even if they're in your head. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get more listeners. Yeah. Just, and you more know. people to talk about it with instead of just being all by yourself being, I listen to this thing but nobody else knows about. Okay. And then you get a tribe member position, right? We'll put you in a bent over or whatever position you want. Yeah. Yeah. Scissors. Yeah, you could be the scissor. The scissor master. But, yeah, if we grow, we might be able to do more stuff like, well, I don't know, start opening up a Patreon, maybe get some people to start funneling some money in there so we can start selling organs for more money so we can become a pyramid scheme and rule the world. That's yeah. a good idea. And we might even have some merchandise in the future because uh, we have this really kick-ass artist who's doing artwork for the scapegoat right now, and I'm kind of... Really excited to see the end results and would like to see something else done for our podcast too. But you got to have the moolah to have the doula. You know what I'm talking about? Exactly. Yeah. So until next time, what do we do? Leave in peace. Bye-bye. later. Sweet dreams are made of this. Kick it. Oh, yeah. Got it.